to the end of the year and you know we started late 2017 for all the hardcore fans out there um, that are still around I appreciate you guys and I appreciate all the new fans that have um, showed up throughout the year but I think this is very exciting because this is the first time that we've gone through the full calendar year as a podcast um, and continuously uploading because when I first started in 2017 I didn't think this was going to go anywhere, honestly. I was just doing this random thing uh, on the side of uh, streaming. This whole thing was just a random idea. One night I was just sitting in my bedroom and I was just bored and I was just kind of staring, uh, staring at my equipment. And I was like, yo, like, I think I could get a podcast together. I think I should try it out. Um, a big part of my days are listening to a lot of podcasts and I figured um, I should just kind of dip my toes in the water and see where it could go. And a lot of people that I talked to about doing this podcast, the first or one of the first questions they'd asked me was like, what's it about? And I, I never really wanted to do a podcast based on um, one topic because I'm the type of person that loves to talk and I just have so many awesome uh, interests that are uh, very different, but also uh, they could be similar in the same vein, if that makes sense. So I, I just didn't want to talk about one topic. I wanted to not, um, you know, put myself in a box. I just wanted to be able to talk about anything that I was into, things that I love, um, things going on in the world. I just didn't want you know, to have any kind of restrictions. So I started this podcast, uh, mainly talked about, and I still talk about it from time to time. It just depends on which episode you're listening to talk about Disneyland. Cause I'm little, I'm literally there all the time. If you see me there, uh, stop me and say hi. I'd appreciate that. Uh, everybody's favorite topic mixed martial arts. I'm still super into that sport and um, I don't think I'll ever get away from it. It's still awesome. Uh, next weekend we got John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson two, which is going to be super amazing. And I can't wait for that fight. And you guys should check it out. If you are not into MMA or even if you are, it's going to be a great card. So make sure to look into that. And another big topic on this podcast is, uh, music, uh, especially hardcore music. I I think like 99% of our guests um, have been uh, tied to hardcore. I think the only person that wasn't um, or that isn't really, well, God, that, that's not true because um, the only other person that I've had on that isn't like in a band or, um, you know, doesn't really do anything uh, that sounds really bad. <laughs> I'm talking about Garrett. Garrett supports hardcore. Garrett goes with me to hardcore shows. He listens to the music. So I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Every guest that I've had on uh, is uh, part of hardcore, which is cool. And I'm going to be honest, um, people are starting to dub me as like doing a hardcore podcast, which like I'm not mad at whatever. That's cool. But honestly, I've tried to get people on outside of hardcore and um things just haven't really worked out i'm not, I'm not gonna name any names but i was um, emailing back and forth with this uh disneyland celebrity or disney celebrity whatever and i don't i don't know what um this person's deal was but they didn't want to come on and do the podcast, like the traditional way I do it, where I'm just talking to you, we're having a conversation. They requested that I um, send them in questions and then they would uh, record their answers and send them back to me. And and that just really like rubbed me the wrong way because I was just like, yo, I'm a huge fan of you and I would love to have you on the podcast, but I can't change the way that I do my podcast for you just because you don't want to do it the way that I do it. And I understand that you're, you know, Disney famous and um, you'd be doing me the favor to come on and, you know, uh, give me the rub, so to speak. But, but at that point I was like, no, like, I don't care. 
I'm not going to do it if that's like how it's going to have to be. If you want to pre-record your answers, like, I'm sorry, that's not how we do it here. I'd rather just um, pass. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for actually um, emailing me back. Um, but like, let's just kind of go our separate ways because there's no way I was going to. Um, you know, sacrifice the integrity of the podcast just to get somebody um, with some clout on. That's not the way we do it here. So um, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Oh, uh, people outside of hardcore. Yeah. So um, this is the, the last episode of the year, which is like sad, but kind of cool at the same time because we're still going strong. And I have like a lot of goals for next year. And one of the goals is to actually get somebody on um, outside of hardcore. And I'm not saying that having everybody on or having all my guests on that are from hardcore is a bad, um, bad deal. But I just want to branch out like I love hardcore music. It's been like a really important part of my life. I'm still going to continue to have people on from hardcore. We've already um, actually have some guests already booked for next month. So that's never going to stop. That's always going to um, be a thing, part of this podcast. But I just want you guys to know that I'm trying to get all sorts of types of guests, not just people involved with the hardcore scene. Um, my doors are open for everybody, especially people involved with the other things that I'm in love with. Um, you know, comic books, Disneyland, uh, romantic comedies, video games, especially Street Fighter. If you guys play Street Fighter or uh, any fighting games, Soul Calibur, uh, Super Smash Brothers, Tekken, King of Fighters, card games. If you guys play Shadowverse, like, let's do it. Like, come on the podcast. Let me pick your brain. I think it'd be a really fun thing to talk to people about the things that I love. And it's just crazy that we're here at the end of the year because honestly, it feels like time is flown by and this whole thing has grown into something that I never imagined that it would. Because when I first started, like I'm trying to think off the top of my head, I think I did uh, 20 episodes solo dolo. Like the thought of having people on uh, was never really an idea. And I kind of have to give a lot of credit to uh, formerly the MMA hour. Now it's uh, Ara Hawani's MMA show. That's my favorite MMA podcast ever. Shout outs to Ariel Hawani. He's um, somebody that I look up to and aspire to be like. And I'm like listening to like the number one MMA podcast in the world. And I've been doing it for years. It's been so long. I can't remember when the show first started, but he Skypes in his guests. And I'm thinking about like, wow, this is like the number one MMA show in the world. And he's Skyping in like world famous fighters all the time every Monday. And I was wondering, I'm like, why, why, like, why can't I do that? Like, that's totally possible. Maybe um, people would be into it. Like, I've never, you know, taken like any kind of journalism class. I just kind of just wanted to have somebody on and talk to them just to try it out. And luckily, um, Garrett, shout out to Garrett. Uh, he was more than willing to come on and just kind of just be my first guest and just roll with me and just kind of get things going and see if this was actually a cool option for me to um, do with the podcast to kind of spice it up and make it a little more interesting instead of you guys just listening to me ramble on about the same things week in, week out. And when he came on, it was actually really fun. It made it like way easier because I didn't have to sit here and try to um, figure out um, an hour's worth of content to just like spew out for you guys. It was so easy to kind of just go back and forth with Garrett, especially since him and I are like really good friends and we literally talk all the time. Like I sometimes I feel like I pester him because I, I literally call him at the most random times of the day, even when I know he's at work because I, I get off like really early. And I'll just call him and uh, sometimes he picks up, sometimes he doesn't, but I totally understand. But it's cool because um, uh, he understands like my weirdness and we just are able to, you know, 
communicate um, on any form of media, just like through like Skype, how we did uh, the podcast or like whenever we're on the phone or texting, it's just it's just easy. So I was happy to have him on as my first guest. It just um, kind of changed my perspective on a lot of things. It made me kind of realize like, oh, like being able to talk to somebody it, it was just easy for me to kind of like just direct the conversation and I didn't have to talk for the whole hour, which I loved because sometimes I get nervous and I feel like I just ramble on about stupid stuff and then I get lost in my stories and I was just kind of like, dude, I can do this. Like, like, all right, like, like let's who, or not who let's try to figure out who I should get on first. And it just so happens that around that time it was like leading into San and fury and we're listening to, like new like newer bands and trying to figure out like what bands we should look out for on the fest that we haven't really been into before and one band that stuck out was spine and i owe antonio from spine so much because um i try to find him at the fest and this is just like me peeling back the curtain a little bit I tried to find him at the fest and obviously I saw them live, but I wasn't going to go and try to talk to him like before they said like, yo, like I have this weird podcast. Do you want to come on? So I figured the best route would be to wait till after they're set. And then I'll just like find him in the venue and just kind of like pitch him my idea, which is, which is so bad. I, I, this like the worst part about doing my podcast is having to pitch myself to people and try to get them on and like normally well in general i don't have a problem talking to people it's just it's always just the fear of rejection especially since this thing is still fairly new we're like you know like a year in we're not the most popular podcast we don't have like all the clout so a lot of people surprisingly have been very receptive to the idea it's just um me going up to them as a stranger and having to sell myself that's just um the part that i'm not comfortable with because i don't like you know i, I feel like i have to like like almost like brag about it and uh just like sell it when i just wish we were at the point where it could sell itself um but we're getting there anyways we're kind of getting off track try to find antonio in the fest and i couldn't find him i swear he was like a ghost like i'd be like up in the balcony and i'd see him down in the pit so i'd run down and try to find him he disappear. So the by the time the fest ended, like I had never found him. So luckily, uh, shout outs to group chat. Group chat always comes through whenever I need him. So I, I just kind of put the um, word out. I was like, yo, does anybody know Antonio from Spine? And sure enough, uh, Keith Freeman, who literally um, helps me out so much. So shout outs to Keith. Um, you're awesome. And I appreciate all your help. Uh, Keith Freeman and the homie Travi both got back to me. They're like, yo, like we know him, like, uh, like what's up. So I just told him, like, yo, this is like what I'm trying to do with the podcast. If you guys could like help me out and put the word out, I'd like greatly appreciate it. And just like that, I was put in contact with Antonio and I was pretty nervous because, um, I didn't know him personally and I kind of just like, you know, went through the back door and got in contact with him. And to my surprise, he was like really into the idea of coming on the podcast. And like, I'm not going to lie, like leading up to it, I didn't know what to expect because I had never like, um, ne never talked to anybody in this like form before, like about their band. And I just wasn't sure like how, like it was going to go. But to be honest, like, I don't know if I could have picked a better um, first like, guest. Um, like, and I say interview, but it's not really like an interview. We're just kind of talking about all things spine, uh, Midwest hardcore. It was just a lot of stuff. And I thought it was really cool because Antonio um, was there he was like into the podcast like giving me like just really good um conversation back and forth and i i just remember we were just like talking and talking and i was just like dude like in my head i was like trying to like like obviously pay attention to everything he was saying but i was like super stoked at how everything was going and we finished the podcast and we stayed on skype for like i think like maybe like another like 30 or 40 minutes just talking about comic books and i'm like dude 
if I knew you were into comic books, like I wouldn't have hit like, you know, stop on the recording and we could have just kept going. Um, but it was just kind of crazy that we went so long because I, I didn't know what to expect. I just figured I'd, I'd have them on. And we kind of had like the general idea that the podcast, you know, runs about like an hour and a half and we would just kind of go from there. But we stayed on Skype and just kept talking. It was cool. And I was like super thankful and like really happy with um, like how everything turned out. And I was happy that he was um, willing to do it. And I I remember just like editing the podcast and just loving it and like setting it, um, you know, ready to upload on that following Monday and like telling all my friends like, yo, like he came on, like we did it. It was cool. Like I can't wait for everybody to hear it. And I remember a lot of my friends tuned in and even like a lot of people that I didn't know tuned in because I was just looking at the analytics and I was like, okay, I think we have something here. We just got to keep it going. So it's just like, I owe a lot to Antonio for coming on because that just really changed the game. And, um, like a lot of people saw that podcast that I didn't even think would. So that kind of helped and, um, started like opening people's eyes that I was doing this podcast and going from there, just, uh, spreading the word and just trying to like have people on. Like, I I just love to have people on who I'm a fan of. Like if I like your band, your artwork, anything, like I want to have you on, like, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about what you're into. I want to just spread awareness. That's all, that's all I've always wanted to do with this podcast is be able to, just have an awesome conversation with people that I'm a fan of and be able to share that with the rest of the world and, you know, raise awareness and help spread their art or whatever they're into just to, you know, pump everybody up, not just me. Like I want to everybody to know what I'm into and, you know, it's just like a snowball effect. Like, you know, if one person hears it, who knows where it could end up? Like I was looking at the analytics, um, like I think a couple of weeks ago I was just hanging out with Johnny and I was like, dude, like we're worldwide. Like I'm looking at, um, the breakdown by different countries and we're like now in China, we're Ireland and we're just like in all these crazy places that I never even thought of. Like I'm standing in the magic shop, literally in Disneyland thinking about, dude, there's somebody in China who's listening to the podcast. Like, this is crazy. Like, I I just want to know who they are. Like, how do they find it? It's just, it just blows my mind. And, um, like that kind of support or maybe it's not support. I don't know. Maybe it's a hater who knows, but whoever it is, that's just like on the other side of the world, like on my website or on iTunes, I don't know how they actually found the podcast, but it just blows my mind that they're listening to it and they found that content and I hope they liked it hope they told all their friends. Cause that's just what I wish everybody would do. And it's just crazy. But, and, and I'm trying to think, I don't know how I got to this point, this ramble, but anyways, the podcast has been so sick and I love doing it. And, um, consistency, consistency is the, the hardest part. Um, throughout the year, throughout this year, I think I've had maybe like, maybe like three or yeah, I feel like three, like, um, scheduling conflicts. And I, I don't think that's that bad for the whole year. Normally everybody's been on time and hasn't flaked. So that's cool. And, and I definitely appreciate that because for people to be committed and actually show up, to the podcast when, um, you know, in the bigger scope of things, we're not like on the upper echelon of podcasts yet. We're getting there. It's going to take some time, but the fact that people like still show up on time and show me that respect, like it means a lot. And I, I appreciate everything. I don't take any of this for granted. This is, this is something that I love and I respect. So thank you. And I, I'm, I'm, it's like not even, we're not even like halfway through the podcast and I'm about to say my thank yous. We're going to say that to the end. There's some other things I want to talk about. Like I can't believe Christmas is on Tuesday. Um, it blows my mind because it feels like we've been celebrating Christmas for the past two months. Um, I can't even remember, or maybe it was like right after Thanksgiving when like the big push happens. Right. I, 
try not to pay attention to it, but it's just hard when I'm in Disneyland all the time and like, boom, things change instantly. But I just want to talk about Christmas is a holiday and where it all began. And I was listening to Joe Rogan and I know it's like, like it was cool to be into Joe Rogan and now it's cool to bash people who get information from, from Joe Rogan. Um, which is weird to me because I love the Joe Rogan podcast, um, or the Joe Rogan experience, excuse me. Um, and I've learned a lot of things from it, but there's this one episode in particular, they're talking about Christmas originating from a very specific mushroom called the Amanita Miscaria and listening to it, like them break it down on how, um, it was like these shamans, uh, you know, who is allegedly Santa Claus and how he would drop in through the, or drop mushrooms in the, to the people's teepees through the top and, um, how like the reason why we put presents underneath the trees because the, this mushroom, the Amanita muscaria is found at the base of pine trees and um, I, I literally watched like I think like three different videos about how this whole holiday is like literally based around these like shamans um, and these mushrooms. And it's pretty interesting. And I, I'm not like super knowledgeable about it because I just watched three videos yesterday and I like forgot like half the information. I'm going to be honest, but I found it really, really interesting. Um, and I think I feel like you guys should check it out. I'll link one of the videos in the show notes so you guys could check it out and um, see what I'm talking about. It, it's kind of crazy. It definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, the whole, even like the colorway of the mushroom, it's literally a red and white mushroom and it trips me out. And, and like, I'm telling you a lot of this stuff makes sense, um, but you guys are gonna have to look into it. I sound crazy just dropping this like theory on you guys that your most sacred holiday, maybe your favorite holiday, or maybe even your least favorite holiday is all based around this one mushroom being delivered by shamans. So the Amanita Muscaria, make sure to go check that out. It's pretty interesting. And like I said, I will post it in the show notes and you guys can watch the videos, maybe um, you know, educate yourself on this theory. It's pretty interesting. But another thing I want to talk about is Disneyland Christmas time. One of the things that I, <laughs> and it's weird to say that, um, th that I hate anything in Disneyland because I'm there all the time, but we pay a lot of money to be there. And obviously like, we're going to be really critical about things that happen in the park. And, one of the things that I'm not um, really into this holiday season is the Christmas parade going from the Pixar play parade, which I wasn't really a fan of. Like when Pixar play parade used to take place in DCA, I was just like, okay, this, this parade's whack. Like I'm not like a huge fan of it. I did show up on the last day because you never really know if it's actually going to be the last day of a parade or of a show because Disneyland likes to bring things back. So I remember I showed up on the, the last day of the Pixar parade, um, in DCA and then they announced Pixar fest and they announced that the Pixar play parade was coming to Disneyland with some new floats. And I thought that was pretty cool. And it took me a while to enjoy the parade. Um, I'm sure if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've seen like a million videos of me posting the girls dancing with the orange hair. And, um, that was probably my favorite part just because they're playing this weird cover of Queens, uh, don't stop me now. And I just like the, like the way the girls dance. Um, I, I like the, the, the dance moves. They're pretty sick and maybe had a crush on one or two of the girls didn't really go anywhere but uh if i learned anything from kayla simone it was um don't date disney shout outs to kayla she's uh, probably in her mansion in la so shout outs to her but the christmas parade is so slow like i feel like this is like the slowest parade ever it literally 
I feel like it takes over an hour. Like, so sometimes I'll get to the park in the afternoon and I'm like, shit, the parade's going to start in like 30 minutes. Like I'll like just sit in my car and like lag on getting in because it's going to be such a shit show just to try to get in while the parade's there and having to like wait to cross being rerouted um, like backstage and getting sent to places you don't even want to go. It's just not worth it. So sometimes it's just, I'm just better off just like literally sitting in my car, like dicking around on social media, waiting for it to end. And sometimes like I'll time it wrong or I'll forget that it started on the opposite side. So it's just a big mess. Not a fan of the Christmas parade. And, you know, we only got a couple more weeks of it. It ends on January 6th, which is a Sunday and we can say goodbye to it. And, um, look forward to a new parade. They're bringing back a uh, sound stational, which should be cool. Um, with a couple, new, I think just like one new float and it's been a long time since they've had that. So it should be really, really interesting and can't wait to have that back in the parks, even though, um, right now it's kind of a dark time because all my friends who have passes didn't want to spend the extra, I think it's like $200 to not have any blackout dates and I, I get it it's expensive um and a lot of people are just like oh like i don't like going during the holidays because it's like super crazy and super busy but it's just like no like you're looking at it the wrong way during those times that are blacked out for like all the passes except for signature plus and premiere it makes a big difference so the, the times you think it's like super crazy and super busy and you wouldn't want to be there that's actually the time you want to be there because literally like there's no crazy mobs. It's literally people buying day tickets and the people with the, the premium passes. So it's not as crowded. And I've been there before on Christmas during these, um, these crazy times where everybody claims they wouldn't want to be there anyways. It's like, no, it's, it's weird. And it's nice because it's not as crazy as you think. Like, like them blocking out all the lower tier passes actually makes a difference. It, it kind of opens your eyes to, to how many um, people have passes. It's, it's seriously so crazy. And I am willing to pay the premium. The first year I got lucky, uh, Chad and Emily, Synthony, Colton, they all came down. It was awesome. I, I was very happy to spend Christmas with them in Disneyland and it wasn't crowded and had a blast. And this year, uh, I'm going to be in Disneyland again. No surprise, whatever. Um, but this time I'm just going to be with Johnny shout out to Johnny always holding it down. But I just wish, um, you know, the homie Garrett, uh, had the pass cause normally I go with him. He's normally like my, my main dude. We just go and just knock it out. But unfortunately he's blocked out right now. Um, the only person I know with a pass that, um, can go is, uh, Kayla, not Kayla Simone, uh, Kayla from up North shout outs to uh, Kayla and Ben. But I don't think she's coming down for the holidays. So most of the time I just go by myself during these times because none of my friends have passes and I have to go meet um, the other uh, Signature Plus and uh, Premier Pass holders, which is nice because it's cool to talk to people who are actually down for Disney because I've known so many people who have had passes and eventually get over it. Like, this is crazy. If I think back to like the first group of friends that I went to Disneyland with to now, I don't think any of them have passes anymore. And I get that it's like, it's really expensive. Um, but I'm just like, like obsessed. Like I love all things Disney. So as long as I live in Orange County and I never plan on leaving, um, I'll have a pass and I know it's expensive, but I just gotta, you know, make it work, which I do every year and I'm not mad at it. Like I enjoy it. It's something that I don't think I'll ever give up. And, and I took to this day, like as expensive as the passes are, I still feel like Disney's getting the shit end of the stick. Cause you, if you look at how much the passes versus how much like I go, like, like it's crazy. Like I, I, I get, I definitely get my money's worth. Just like the things that the things that I see in Disneyland um, are the reason why I keep going. Cause like I experienced so many things that I never w thought I would have. 
for example, the other day I was in the magic shop, just like, um, on the phone with Garrett. Um, I forgot he called me for some reason and we were just kind of going back and forth and in walks Maximilian, who's like one of the best, probably in my opinion, the best like fighting game content creator. Uh, excuse me. That's gross. Um, he makes, uh, videos on all types of fighting games. He also plays, uh, blackout and just his content is just like high quality and his personality is great. His streams are fun to watch. Go follow him on Twitch. And he walks into the shop and I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, Garrett, I got to go. I'm like Maximilian's here. And he had no idea who I'm talking about. Cause like not a lot of people I, I know, um, follow that community super heavily. So I was like, yo, gotta go. So I hung up on Garrett and like, I just didn't want to like, freak him out so i just yelled his name from across the shop i'm like maximilian and he kind of like looked and he was like like the look that he gave me he looked surprised that somebody randomly in disneyland knew who he was so he just kind of shouted back he was just like hey dude and i just uh and i don't know like i didn't want to walk up to him because i don't want to like bring a bunch of crazy attention to him because like I figured he was there with his family and trailing behind him looked like, you know, his mom, maybe his aunties and like some like cousins or something. So like, I, I don't want to like rush him and like, you know, cause a scene. So I just like yelled back. I'm like, yo, love all your videos, love everything you do. Like, you know, hope you have a good time here. And he just kind of like waved and that was it. And like, like I, I just couldn't get over it. Cause I was like, dude, that was Maximilian. And I was freaking out. And I think at the time, uh, I think Henry was in the shop and Henry was like, who the hell was that? And I'm like, Henry, only if you knew like this guy has like, like crazy following and just puts out quality content. Like, like I, I don't really get too excited when I see like, you know, famous people, but when I follow or when I see somebody that like, I'm like a huge fan of like that, who's doing something for, um, the fighting game community, like I like lose my shit. So I was like super stoked to see him. And I've been following him for years and I've never seen him. I've been to tournaments. I've never seen him. I've been to LA where he lives. I've never seen him, but out of all the places in the entire world, he's in Disneyland and we run into each other and it was just a crazy experience. And I'm just like, man, this is why I have a pass. These are the things that like I, I live for. Like this makes having a pass worth it sometimes because I like, I just wouldn't have seen him anywhere, like anywhere else. And just like, I've seen like the most random people, even like old friends, you know, running into me because um, they follow me on Instagram. So they see all my Instagram stories and they know that they can find me in the magic shop, which is kind of embarrassing sometimes. But it's cool because people have come in looking for me and I'm actually there and just like, you know, cool interactions. So I'm definitely stoked on that. Um, but yeah, having a pass is expensive, but it's worth it. So I understand um, why you would have one and why you wouldn't. Um, but I'll never not have one. So if you need somebody to go to Disneyland with, I might be that guy unless I don't want to be around your negative energy. Uh, but just uh, hit me up, slide in the DMS, shoot me an email, whatever you want or however you can just get in contact with me. Like let's set, set something up and we can ride some stuff, which would be really fun because I don't really do that too often. Surprisingly, I, um, don't really plan stuff out in Disneyland. Things just kind of happen. So shout outs to Disneyland show up on Monday. We're there all the time. Monday nights at Disneyland, um, which kind of went away for a bit, um, which was sad to say because, uh, obviously real life kind of comes into play sometimes. And the people that I was going with, um, stopped showing up, which I'm not mad at. I I'm like neutral. It's like, here's the event, you know, what's going on. If you show up, hell yeah, that's awesome. Like, let's hang out. But if you can't make it for whatever reason, like that's cool. Like do your thing. Like I understand like life happens and that happened for a bit. Like people stopped showing up. So I was just kind of doing it solo. And then I had to take a step back cause, um, I had some things going on in my life. Um, I was probably gone for maybe about like three months and um, eventually was able to make it back. So shout outs to Monday nights at Disneyland still going strong every Monday night. So just come out, link up, cool stuff happens. And it's definitely always a good time. Never a bad time. All right. <laughs> I felt like I've been rattling on, um, about Disneyland forever. And 
I could probably go on about more stuff, but I don't want to bore you guys with all the Disney talk. Uh, we could save that for um, another episode. Maybe we could do like a special Disney uh, Disneyland episode, which I've been wanting to do because if I'm going to be honest, a lot of the Disney podcasts are weak, like super weak. Um, and I just can't listen to them. Like I've had to like unsubscribe from a lot of them, uh, which sucks. And it's not just for like the, like on top of the content being weak, um, consistency, which I'm not perfect at, but like these people would be gone for like a month at a time. And I'm like, dude, like things are constantly changing at Disneyland. Things are popping up left and right. News is always breaking. So like, I don't feel like doing a podcast once a month for like 30 minutes is like, like enough for me. Cause I'm there all the time. Like I'm, I'm in the thick of it. So I'm just like, I could do better. Maybe I should do better. Maybe I should just do it instead of talking about it. Maybe we will. Um, but I'll be in the future cause we have a lot of things going on here right now. But anyways, uh, one thing I want to talk about is music this year in music has been crazy. So many good records have come out of all different types of genres, but a lot of people have been asking like, yo, when are you going to put out a top 10? And I straight up told them, I'm like, yo, I, I can't give you guys a top 10 until 21 Savage and a boogie put out their records because it's late in the year for sure. It's like, literally we got like two weeks left in the year, but I couldn't give you guys a, a top 10 knowing that, uh, those like high caliber artists records haven't dropped yet because those could totally change the game. And sure enough, um, 21 Savage, his record, I am greater than I was is seriously an awesome record. And I I'm glad I waited to give you guys a top 10. Well, I haven't even given a top 10 yet. That'll be coming out next week, but little uh, sneak peek that record has made it into my top 10. So I'm definitely happy that I waited to put that out because I would have been upset if I would have given you a list of my top 10 favorite records and then that drops and then, you know, it wouldn't be, um, very accurate because I'd low key be listening to that record and wishing that it made the list. So I'm just happy that I was conscious and waited. And I feel like that was definitely the right move because, I've listened to the record probably like seriously, um, front to back, maybe like five times so far, just trying to like soak everything in like all the lyrical content. And then even, uh, he went back on the breakfast club and did a really solid interview and just kind of gave me like a little more perspective on the album. So if you haven't listened to that yet, you should definitely go check out his new record. I am greater than I was. It's out now on every streaming platform. So I just want to give that like really high praise because it was just, it was just everything that I wanted. So shout out to 21 Savage and man, there's so much good music. I'm just trying to like, I'm actually going through like my iTunes right now seeing everything that came out this year. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like the year of music that we've had and I don't know if we'll ever get anything like this again. Like everybody's favorite rapper, Takashi six, nine, he put out two records this year, which is crazy. I know it's like super controversial. Like, Oh, fuck him. He's a pedophile, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But for somebody like him to basically be a nobody at the beginning of the year to drop two albums and be number one on, uh, or actually no, there's like a controversy. He was actually uh, number two on, on, on the billboard charts to some random kid from, uh, I, th I think he's from Brooklyn. Um, I think he's, I think he's crazy in his story and it's not even over yet. He's currently um, in jail, like awaiting his uh, trial, which is in like September. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how this um, whole thing with Takashi plays out. If he'll actually uh, finally take his first L cause he's like, like 11 up for 11. Um, and he's beaten all of his court cases up until this point. So this was the first one that was actually giving him real trouble. So that's just something crazy to think about. And, and then 
Um, the homies in Dare put out an EP, which just absolutely killed it, doing big things for Orange County Hardcore, um, which I'm really proud of. Like, I'm um, very happy for those guys. And, and, it, and it's crazy because, like, when I first got into the band, they weren't super active. And I remember always talking to Angel, like, yo, like, what's up with the band? Like, you know, you guys are good. Like, what's going on? And he always told me, he's like, Hey, like, just be patient. Like we got some things in the works. Like once the, um, EP comes out, like we're going to like, you know, be a lot busier and they definitely have been the EP dropped and they got like so many things lined up for the beginning of next year. And they've played so many like cool shows since the records drop and, um, very stoked for them. And I'm very happy that, um, people are actually listening to them because they used to be this um like this band just from fullerton and people kind of knew them as like oh yeah that's uh dare from fullerton they're signed to reaper records but like where are they and now i feel like they're just have broken out and um actually uh kind of gave people no choice but to pay attention to them just because they've just been doing solid things as a band they went viral at Sound and Fury, which is like the craziest thing ever because I'm actually in the video and I just couldn't believe it how big it got. Cause like even my friends um, who like aren't into hardcore, but like know about hardcore or like texting me like, yo, like, like I see you in this video. Like, this is crazy. Like, where's this at? Like what's going on? Like, why is it so like viral? And I'm just trying to explain to them. Like, I don't know why it went viral. People just, you know, posted it and just caught fire like i was just there at the uh at Saturn fury just doing my thing like i don't understand why it got so popular but i'm very happy for those guys and i'm definitely looking forward to seeing them more in 2019 and i, I feel like this year is just going to be really busy for um for them and i'm happy for them and i just can't wait to see them more live because um, we got to appreciate every set, um, every show, and it's it's going to be, be a good time. And I'm trying to think what else. There's like so many things. Like I remember um, I was on my way to Florida for my um, annual Disney World trip. I was flying out to meet uh, Steve and Alexa and an artist by the name of Tory Lanes had just dropped his new record and I'm going to admit, like, I wasn't like, you know, the biggest Tory Lanez fan leading up to this release, but, um, I was listening to his interview with no jumper and he was talking about like why he put out this record and, um, why he named it love me now. And he basically t- like talked about how he was on a private jet and he was about to die. Cause it was like, it was like 30, it was like, um, something happened and the pilots lost control. Um, I'm giving you like the worst, um, rundown of the story, but this is what I can remember. Um, like the pilots lost control of like autopilot or something and they were like in a free fall and they were like 10 seconds away from like dying or something crazy, but somehow they managed to get the autopilot back and like, uh, get control of the plane and saved it from crashing and he just kind of realized like, yo, like that could have been it. Like we got to just kind of get this going. Hold on. I got to seize. Realize he kind of just got to just get going. Like that could have been it. Like, yo, like we almost died. Like, let's just get this shit out and, you know, put out fire music from now on. We're going to start doing collabs. We're not going to shy away from that anymore because shit could end at any moment. And we're just not going to, you know, take things for granted anymore. So like, let's just do it. So he put out this record called love me now. And, just like people always talked about how talented he was or how talented he is. And I think this record showcases that fully. And I just, I don't know why I, I connect so much with it. Like I, I remember like, like listen to the interview and I'm like, okay, like this guy almost died. So let me check out his record. Like, l- let me see if it's like actually good. And I'll never forget. I was on the shuttle bus heading towards the airport and I was like, I was vibing like really hard to the record. I'm like, okay, like, like, damn, like this is really good. And like, I even posted on my Instagram. I'm like, yo, this is it. And like, I don't think I've ever done that before for like a new record, like day one, but 
like every track I was just like, you know, super into and just connecting with. And I was like, this is super awesome. And I just remember just like listening to it the whole time at the airport and then went to Florida. I was, you know, gone for like a week and I didn't really have time to like sit down to listen to music. Cause I'm just like, you know, we're like boom, 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 going around having fun. Like I was never alone. I was always with my friends and we're just like hanging out, having a good time, which I loved. And I, I can't wait to do again. Shout out Steven, Alexa, Lynn, Meredith, Garth. Um, why did I say Garth? I meant Garvey. Um, sorry about that. And, um, just can't wait to get back out there. But like, I remember, um, got back to my, like, I flew back to California, got back to my car. And the last, um, thing that I played in, in um, Apple music was the Tory Lanez record. So I'm like, okay, like let's like start it over. And still like a week later, I was like tripping out. I'm like, damn, why is this record so good? And the, um, the whole ride, like I, I went from that night, I went from, uh, LAX to Palm Springs because I went to go see my family and the whole time was just boom just love me now front to back on repeat and I just couldn't get over how good it was and I even from like even to this day like I'll try to like you know take days off from listening to it because I don't want it to like burn out the record but um, I, I think it's one of those records for me that I'll just never get tired of because sometimes like I'll put songs on repeat or I'll make a playlist and just add the song like a hundred times, which is dumb because I could just have it repeat the one song. Um, and I just don't get sick of it. Like there's those, there's those songs that were almost like, ah, like I listen to it so much. Like I want to hate it. So I don't listen to it anymore. So I can listen to something else. So I can just continue to like, uh, be diverse. But with this record, it's just like untouchable. Like I can't hate it. It's like always going to be something that I love. So shout outs to Tory Lanes and like I'm like dying for him to, to like come back to Orange County so I can see him. Um, I, I think it'd be like a really good time and I would like lose my shit because I've seen him twice, both times at the observatory and I would love for him to come back out. And obviously since then he's gotten like way bigger. So I don't know if he would play the observatory again. Maybe he will, but I definitely got to see him live again. I think it would be pretty, pretty sick, like like definitely a good time. And yeah, I don't know. Shout out to God. There's so many good bands um, that put out good records like terror. One of my favorite hardcore bands put out a new record total retaliation. Shout out to them uh, for still putting out good music after so long. You think about like, like terror special to me because like the year I started in hardcore, um, they started like their band and like my first hardcore show was a terror show. So it's just like this weird thing where like, uh, it's not really that weird, but I hold terror like very special place in my heart and I support everything that they've put out. They haven't put out a bad record. They've never played a bad show. Every terror show that I've ever been to has always been full of energy and just good times. So shout out to them for putting out total retaliation and it still being good. Cause you think about, how long they've been around since 2002 it's like 2018 going into 2019 that's so long for a hardcore band like most bands don't even last you know past two records let alone um what is it like 16 13 years is my math off yeah my math's um it's there um but you think about how long they've been around and for them to do it at the level that they've been doing it, it's just awesome. And it's just like happy and stoked to have a band like that from Southern California doing good things. So shout outs to terror for putting out a good record. Um, another scene, I don't know why I'm stuttering when I say that another scene that I really want to shout out is, um, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, hardcore, um, you know, growing up in hardcore, I, I used to go out there a lot just cause the, um, I, I like my ties out there were like really strong shout outs to, um, everybody, a, a part of black path, shout out DFC, shout outs, winch mob, Folsom, um, all those guys just always, um, made me feel welcome. And, um, in like a weird scene. Like I, I, I don't know what it was. Like every time I, I went out there, I just never felt comfortable, like comfortable moshing. I always felt like something was going to pop off. So I was always just like mining like my P's and Q's. But when 
um, Winch Mob, Folsom Played, or um, you know whatever band from California was driving out there, um, I'd always uh, just lose my shit, and it was always weird because I'm like, we're in the middle of a desert, like four hours away from home, and um, hardcore's here, and these kids um, are doing something special to keep like their scene alive, and definitely was like a dark moment where like things weren't really popping off. But in this past year, um, shout outs to everybody in black path. They've been doing a lot for the scene and shout out to everybody out there starting new bands. Cause that's going to breathe a lot of life into your scene. If you have like a ton of active bands So shout out bands like, um, acid rain. Um, they're like one of my favorite bands, even though they don't really do much, but they just did that, uh, toy drive. So, so shout outs to acid rain, um, world tension, spirit world, um, oversight. Um, who else am I missing? I, I know there's like another band that I'm missing. Um, but shout out to all the bands like doing things for Las Vegas hardcore because there was a time where that felt like home to me and I loved going out there and it sucks that I can't go out there now. Well, not that I can't, um, it's just scheduling, um, just getting time off just to drive out there is just really hard for me now. But, um, if you ever have the opportunity, like I highly suggest it. Like I know the guys and wise just played a show there. Um, they have so many cool things going on out there and I'm happy to see that their scene is still alive and kicking and doing like cool shit. So shout out to Las Vegas hardcore. You guys are awesome. And, um, you guys should play California more. I don't know why um, you guys don't. I was, um, I forgot who I was talking to the other day, but I was wondering, I was like, dude, like, why doesn't Las Vegas um, send their bands out here more often? And I was just like wondering, I'm like, is it because like the promoters out in California don't know about those bands or is it just the bands in Las Vegas don't want to play California? Like, I don't know what the reasoning is for them not really coming out here as much, but I feel like, you know, it would be a good thing um, and it'd be really cool for them to come out here more often than they do. Because I know um, like they'll do like runs through California, like when they put out like a new record or something. But I feel like they're so close that they could be out here a little more often than they are. Um, but obviously I don't know all the logistics behind the scenes. All I'm saying is I'm a fan of Las Vegas hardcore and I would love to see them more in California. So shout outs to you guys. Uh, never stop what you're doing. I appreciate all that. And I will always, uh, rep LVHC hammer lane crew. You guys know what's going on. And, um, man, this has been a crazy episode and I don't even know what I'm rambling on about. And, uh, all I know is that this year has been a great year for the podcast. Um, I, I want to thank everybody um, that has taken the time to listen to the podcast. Everybody that's came on the podcast, like it definitely like means the world to me that you guys would dedicate the time out of your busy day because I know everybody has shit going on. So the fact that you guys are willing to take the time to come on the podcast just means so much to me. So shout outs to all my guests. And I'm going to name everybody because like this, um, definitely means like a lot to me. So I just want to make sure everybody gets praise. So from the beginning, I want to shout out and say thank you to Garrett, you know, um, you coming on and being my uh, test guest uh, definitely um, opened my eyes and showed me that this whole thing was possible. So thank you for that. Antonio from Spine, thank you for coming on and um, actually doing the podcast and changing everything because you came on and um, showed me that this whole thing was possible that I, I could have people on from bands and we can just kind of go, go back and forth and just talk about the things that we love and things that we're interested in. And um, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, Tom uh, from trail of lies. Uh, thank you. 
your good friend and I really appreciate you coming on late um, the night before uh, your show, um, taking out the time to talk to me before you went on the Australia Japan tour. Um, that meant a lot to me. And um, we, we still have to have you back on to talk about your time in Japan because I'm really interested in that. So thank you for that and uh, miss you. Um, thank you for the birthday gifts, by the way. Um, I wear the hat and the bag like all the time now. I'm super stoked on that. So thank you so much. And we got to um, hit Disney really soon. And um, Brandon from Control, um, I think uh, you guys put out my favorite demo of the year. I'm going to say that right now. So shout outs to Brandon. Um, and, uh, thank you for coming on and actually, um, telling me, uh, that I could reach out to you as a friend. Um, that definitely meant a lot to me. And that kind of opened my eyes to that. Wow. Like what I'm doing is actually connecting with people on like a real level. And I'm not just doing this to do it. So um, I, I thought that was really nice and a great gesture. So shout outs to Brandon. Everybody go listen to Control. Um, in my opinion, one of the coolest demos um, of the year. So go, go, go check that out. Um, go listen to the uh, episode. It was episode 24 with Brandon. And shout outs to Crystal from Initiate. Um, I, I remember I was trying to figure out who I should have on um, next as a guest. And um, for some reason, uh, you just popped in my head. I was like, okay, like um, what band from out here should I have on? What band do I want to like, you know, show support to that I think um, deserves it and needs it? And I remember I, I talked to um, Jake, I talked to Kyle about how I should go about like hitting you up because I didn't want, um, you know, to get, um, mistaken in the DMS for something else. But anyways, uh, thank you for coming on. And the timing was crazy because you guys had just put out before long. And the fact that you're willing to come on and talk about the record and like, we went through like, um, all, like all my favorite tracks, that meant a lot. So thank you so much for um, taking the time out and coming on and actually uh, talking about the lyrics and the meanings behind the songs. I think that was like a really fun and cool podcast. So thank you for that. And next, Casey Homa from The the Dividing Line. Um, you, you've always been a good dude, uh, even doing um, the original interview through email to coming onto the podcast, to hanging out with me at Disneyland. Um, it's a great time. You're a great dude. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, love the, the new record and can't wait to see you guys again. So shout outs to that. Um, stoked for a uh, Philly straight edge. So everybody go listen to the dividing line. Next is Anthony Gonzalez from constrict shout outs to LA hardcore. Um, what a crazy, and heavy band if you guys um uh for fans of disgrace uh, go listen to constrict that's how I, I found out about them i actually um stopped uh taylor young in a show and was like yo like where's disgrace and he told me like if you like disgrace go listen to constrict and that's what i did and i'm happy that i did because they're an awesome band so shout outs to anthony for coming on and actually stepping up the game on my guest quality. He, he came in with a professional setup. He had his professional microphone and he sounded really clean. So go listen to that episode with Anthony uh, from constrict. Uh, shout outs to him. Shout outs to um, bang energy. Cause I know he rides for them pretty hard. And so go check them out, support that band. And then next I want to shout out Nate uh, Prochetti from choice to make a um, really important podcast because um uh, not only is he doing um, good things for the Scranton Wilkes-Barre area, um, he put me in contact with um, a group of people, like a uh, like a nice list of great dudes, and definitely um, changed a lot because uh, my reach out there um, is greater now, and I know a lot more people because of him, and I'll always be grateful for that. So shout-outs to Nate. Um, everybody go listen to choice to make, go support, uh, 1240 records and, uh, support everything that's coming out of Scranton Wilkes-Barre because it's gonna, 
be really, really good in the future. And it's even good now. So go check that out. Uh, shout outs to Ace from Breakaway coming on and giving us good perspective on Richmond Hardcore, which um, was fun and very um, entertaining. I, I, I love talking to him. So make sure to um, support Breakaway. They have their last show coming up in February. So if you haven't yet, go um, buy tickets, um, support the band and go support um, everything else that Ace does. Go follow him on his social media. And next is Ryan from One Step Closer. Um, I was super excited to um, have him on. Um, blew my expectations out of the water. Um, kind of went in knowing that he was a younger kid, but just super down to earth. Kept it real. Love um, his lyrics. His band's awesome. They just put out their pre-orders on Triple B Records. So go out there and pre-order the record. Um, if you don't collect records, go out and uh, pre-order the T-shirt that they um, put out super awesome and i'm super thankful for everybody that has been on the podcast this year and um the last guest i had on the year um is the homie peter maria plays bass and warren does awesome artwork so if you're into cool art email him don't dm him email him um and work something out uh with him because his art is amazing and if you're into awesome hardcore, make sure to go check out his band, Warn. They just put out um, a new single for their upcoming EP that's going to drop, um, I think, early 2019. There's no specific date yet, so just go check that out. Warn on Bandcamp. And um, last, I just want to thank all of you for listening, because without you guys, um, I, actually, I don't know. Would I still be doing this? Probably not because it um, definitely sucks if nobody was listening. I'm just like talking out into the void. But when I say this, like I honestly mean it. Like I appreciate every person who's ever listened to this podcast. And um, I don't know like how you guys find out about it. If it's through my social media, through your friends, through the guests reposting it. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, please, if you listen on iTunes, subscribe, leave a rating. Um, if not, uh, if you don't have iTunes, um, you can still go to the website, jmrk.com slash podcasts, um, find all the episodes there. And, uh, yeah, it definitely means a lot to me that you guys come here and listen to this, listen to me rant and rave and talk about the most random stuff for, um, hours on end. It definitely means a lot. So thank you guys so much. And I promise you 2019, we're going to keep this going strong. We're going to get more guests, like more guests than we had on this year. Um, because we started late game, but trust me, 2019, we're going to get more guests. We're going to continue to raise the bar. We're going to raise the quality of the content. We're going to bring you guys cool shit and the website's going to be way more busy. Um, we're going to you know keep up with the blogs. Uh, we got new merch dropping. Like I'm, I got so many cool things planned for the um, merch drop. It's going to sell just like it has been just like a God church. It's going to be crazy. So make sure to keep your eyes open for that. And, um, that's it. I don't, I have nothing else to say. It's been a great and fun year with all of you guys listening. So thank you once again, from the bottom of my heart, this has been the last episode of 2018 of the Jamer K podcast, always on top.
Even if it 